0: Welcome to Soul Leaders Podcast. I'm your host Mills Gray. A little dose of inspiration, high vibes, fun and practical tips to help you level up your leadership, learn from others' success and join us for a natter as I get to know what makes people tick and how they have embraced becoming a soul leader. Hello everybody and welcome back. I'm sorry that I have had a little hiatus from my podcast and the reason being is that I have moved house (laughs) and do you know what I'm one for making sure that I have everything kind of in the right place within my mindset but also not to overwhelm myself and although I've got tons and tons and tons of awesome people to put out and uh, add episodes I just didn't have the bandwidth to add to my already crazy schedule of kind of wrapping up my working year moving house and it's Christmas (laughs) so I am going to just say Thank you for your patience. Um, I'm back. I am going to pop an episode out, which I think you are going to absolutely love. Um, I met Abby through some networking that we did, and she has got some really, really incredible things to chat through about Um, as a working mum and a business owner who's pivoted. So, Here's me wishing you a happy Christmas and I am going to leave it over to Abby to 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 wrap up 2021. See you all soon. Hello, everybody. And welcome to Soul Leaders Podcast. And today I'm excited to have a chat with somebody who seems incredibly dynamic and has done lots of different things to get her to where she is. Abby, nice to meet you. Um, Abby Rogers, I'm going to read her bio because it's impressive. In 2017, she launched and quickly grew a successful hypnotherapy practice, having had two sons, so she was working around her kids. Um, She discovered hypnotherapy thanks to her crippling social anxiety and the enormous stress she was under in her previous business. Um, Hypnotherapy changed her life and she knew she had to help others um, step out of the prison of anxiety and fulfill the true potential. Really get a sense of that that um, mm. metaphor of prison of anxiety I can completely relate to that and I just thought oh that's such a great way of of positioning How people might feel. Um, She's an incredibly driven woman herself, and so she was drawn to helping ambitious people who wanted to create better lives for themselves and their families. And she evolved to help entrepreneurs with their mindset and strategic struggles, helping them hit their six and seven figure income goals. Yay! With minimum stress and maximum joy. Abby, welcome to Soul Leaders. Thank you so much. I'm really looking forward to diving in and hearing a little bit about your journey and how you have. have involved um please do intro yourself tell me a little bit about kind of your background and where you got got to where you are
1: sure thank you it's wonderful to be here thank you so much for having me to talk to you today so um yeah it's a, it's a convoluted journey I guess I used to run um, a couple of optical practices and that was very stressful without me realizing it was very stressful I was a person that coped I was the person that like did it all and I was fine, I was fine, I was making it all work, you know, just having little panic attacks in between clients and, you know, crying all the way to work but I was fine Um, and alongside that I decided to uh, train as a singer, as you do, Um, I think I'd kind of had my eye on that being my escape route from this horribly stressful thing, Um, only I found I had this terrible stage fright and really all my life I'd had really, um, bad sort of social anxiety and felt really really self-conscious and when I was training to sing I found that even in front of my uh, peers and in front of my teachers I just kind of go to pieces so I could sing really well um on my own in the car it was coming out beautifully but then in front of anybody else it just fell apart um and I got so desperate to do something about this that I thought I'm gonna try hypnotherapy and I was a a huge skeptic um, because I came from very science background with the optical training, um, understood neuroscience in, in that way. Um, and I hadn't put together hypnotherapy and neuroscience as things that, that went together. It was like, that's kind of out there. It's a bit different, but I'm gonna give it a go. Um, and to my surprise, I went to my first session and found it was very much all about the brain and all about how our thinking works and very psychology and very neuroscience-based. Um, but yeah, within a few sessions, um things just changed dramatically and I just I was able to look people in the eye for the first time like on public transport and things like that um and it it helped me feel so much calmer and able to just step back and get a huge kind of perspective on where I was in my business and the things I could do to minimize that stress and minimize the amount I was working and really kind of step back from that um So it was it was a big change and then um yeah I went on to train in hypnotherapy a year later. I thought I'm not gonna dive into this straight away because shiny object syndrome, better (laughs) avoid that and just make life happy first. But no, I was fascinated by how it had all worked. Um started training and never looked back really because I was just seeing these amazing transformations, even in my kind of um free clients from day one because you're encouraged to see people when you're training is just like portfolio um, work basically and yeah that was that was amazing and inspiring and then um, did that around having my two kids and kind of built up this successful local practice and then decided to check it all in <laughs> as you do <laughs> moved online thought I, you know I really I'm a driven person I really want to build up a super successful business that could support my family as well um i'd love to lo- launch some courses and bring in some other income streams to help with that um so yeah completely cut off <laughs> what i was doing before um and then learned that actually online marketing is a completely different ball game and a massive um massive steep learning curve so um got into that and learned a hell of a lot along the way but also realized that i really loved Um, helping other driven people and helping them with their journeys and that there was so much need for some help with mindset in the entrepreneurial space because it's it's such a challenge isn't it um and so my business really evolved into supporting people with with that and with their journeys and um freeing them of their mindset blocks to be able to just go out there and achieve whatever they want and that's where we are today I guess
0: amazing and so um with that helping your current clients Mm. do you help with the marketing that you learned to get yourself kind of going online you took all of that plus you took your hypnotherapy moving through kind of blocks and 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 crippling Mm -hmm. anxiety I mean honestly that that, that, it sounds so powerful to be able to actually Mm -hmm. you know just be able to look at somebody on the tube I think sometimes we can take that for granted yeah that is really stopping people from kind of being being where they you know where they could be yeah. um, and so do you now mold that into your your coaching you include yeah. it all
1: yeah absolutely yeah yeah I'm not a uh, a business strategist by training, but um, I have a lot of experience that I've gathered along the way. So um, I now, I help therapists um, who are where I was to build their businesses and to to move things online if they want to do that. Um, But also, yeah, really um, incorporate everything I've learned along the way um, for my my higher ticket clients, my one-to-one clients, um, along with the the hypnotherapy and the mindset stuff. And I think so much of it is mindset but sometimes it just also helps to have that extra strategic eye on your business to say, have you thought about this or that, or these are like, what are the options? So it's, um, yeah, business mentoring, but with that really powerful mindset. Amazing. going uh, on in the background.
0: I completely resonate because I, a lot of the clients that I work with, um, we look at strategy and mindset. And I always say it's much easier to pitch to a client that you are going to help them with strategy. I always mm. think you can, you can be the best strategist in the world but if you don't believe in yourself or your idea or you suffer from self-doubt or Absolutely. procrastination you're never going you're not going to implement that strategy so it's no. such an important piece it's like the engine I think of all of all of the all of the business sort of mentorship it comes yeah. from mindset but from the outside people don't always see that they, no. <laughs> they, they think no I'm fine I've read a couple of personal development books or I'm you know no it's all good you know
1: um, absolutely yeah and that's where people get stuck in this cycle of taking courses and courses and thinking I just need a bit more strategy I just need a bit more of this I just need to top up my knowledge in that area yeah. and still they'll look back in a few months and go oh I've not completed that course yet I've not got on with that thing that felt like such a good idea at the time it's because they're not fully bought in subconsciously and their brains just going i'm gonna like hijack all this stuff that I'm you're sort you. yeah i'm gonna protect you i'm gonna keep <laughs> you buying the same stuff over and over even though you <laughs> know that it's the same stuff over, and over
0: yes i i won't protect your bank balance but i will protect you from putting yourself out there yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> you know, i think we're all guilty of having courses in our inboxes that you know um mm. promise the world and you really do. You really, really do need to work on that and um, that self mastery piece. It's just so critical. It's so critical. So you mentioned that you help um, you also help other therapists who might have been in a similar situation to you to kind of build up a business, build up their practice. And mm-hmm. um, so you've almost got two different um,
1: yeah. markets.
0: And. I've come from that background. It's funny; we're just slightly mirroring each other. Oh, cool. <laughs> I have come from that where I have had two different, completely sort of similar businesses in the sense that I'm helping people, but they're very different markets. How mm-hmm. have you found that as an as an entrepreneur? Um, have you found it challenging to market to different people? And if so, or, or what have you? What have you done to kind of help overcome that? Any tips for that? Because I reckon there's people listening who do more than yeah. one thing and kind of never sure what hat they might be wearing
1: yeah there's there's that whole which hat am I wearing and how how do I make this whole thing come together and, and fit and I think we can tie ourselves up in knots with that um there is such an emphasis in a lot of marketing um online of, of having this one niche one message one ideal client and being absolutely focused on that and Yes, that, that does work. It can drive results very, very quickly. But if you're a like a multi-passionate person, <laughs> I think we call it that, um, as I am and as, as you are, um, it's it, you kind of feel confined and you feel like you're a bit stuck in the box if you want to do that, <laughs> if you go down that route. And um, actually, it's really interesting to have this kind of varied business where you're able to help um, people do different things, I guess, and, and, uh, and fulfill themselves in different ways. Um, I think to an extent, things are only challenging if you make them challenging. And if you get bogged down in, in the hows and the whys and kind of allow yourself to get into that place of negativity and stress over it, um, then it becomes very difficult to see the way forward and to find solutions. Um, and actually I've just kind of gone to, you know, just, just going to roll with it. I'm just going to, um, market to that group of people in one place. I'm going to talk to this group of people in a slightly different place, but actually, um, they're all similar people just at different points of their journey so the the therapists and coaches that I'm helping with their kind of business basics strategy and stuff eventually some of those people might well get to the point where they are wanting to to scale and they're needing to move their mindset blocks and and build maybe a really successful coaching business a a sort of high earning coaching business so um I think you can still talk to those aspirations even to people very early on in their journey if they're that kind of driven person too so yeah yeah,
0: yeah. Kind of letting
1: it <laughs> letting it work
0: yeah absolutely and actually I suppose if you think about we were talking just off air about a, a, a coach Taki Moore he although he is his sort of niche I suppose is business mm-hmm. coaches so mm-hmm. in that sense but he very much markets if you're making x amount there's this for you and if you want yes. to make this amount there's this for you and often the same problems arise for business owners
1: mm,
0: yes at whatever stage there's different slightly different problems and different ways, but there's the same you know essentially you are helping them to to get out of that box that they're stuck in um, yeah. yeah
1: absolutely just, as they say new new level new devil yeah <laughs> I like
0: absolutely. what you said about it's only a problem if you make it a problem yeah
1: yeah. yeah it is it is we can get in our own way so much and that's um, something I've really learned along the way as well is just not to listen too much to what everybody else is saying <laughs> so yeah. you would just drive yourself insane if you're listening to so much different input from, from various places so.
0: it's it's so true it's so true I um I have a client who recently was talking to me about all the different uh, it was a, more on a strategy, all the different strategies that are out there. Mm-hmm. And um, as I actually originally trained as a nutritional health coach, and I learned like a oh, wow. hundred different diet theories. Mm-hmm. And when I started the, um, the the course, it was a year long course. When I started it, I was quite a die hard um, plant based eater. Mm-hmm. And by the end of it, I was just like, oh, I mean, literally, <laughs> you can you can listen to like top top nutritionists who are absolutely advocating raw food diet or paleo yeah. or yeah. Uh, you know or vegan and they all have passion this is the thing but at the end of the day, it's just different things work for different people. So it's about having that open mind to be like, I like that. I'm going to borrow that one. I like that. I'm going to borrow that one. And then I'm going to make it into something that, you know, that will work. Exactly. Um, I think. (laughs) Yeah. Not get too bogged down with everybody else. So, um, do you have anything that you can tell the listeners? Um, I suppose are kind of the one thing, but this is like such an impossible question. The one thing or many things that have really helped move the needle in your business.
1: Okay, sure. Um, so I think that was that was a big one, just shutting out the noise and deciding to listen to myself. Because I, uh, I worked with various coaches who had various different ideas on how things should be done. And some of those ideas I liked, some of those ideas I didn't really gel with, but I was kind of trying to force myself into that mould because I've been told that, that that was the way you should proceed you know um, so I think just getting to a point um early, in the early months of this year actually where I just kind of went you know what enough of this worrying about where I should be and what I should be doing and, and doing it to a very prescriptive plan I'm just going to do things my way and, and listen to what intuitively feels good to me and evolve my business as I want to evolve my business and that was a massive weight off and I think that's just allowed me to sort of be so much more creative and and be different. And it's it's so important in business to be different and to be unique, um, to stand out. And I think I think that's helped in that way, but also just in freeing me up to get out there and create more more interesting stuff. So that was a biggie. Um, money mindset was also a massive thing because uh, as a mindset coach, I sat there for a long time going, I don't need to work on my mindset. I'm fine. <laughs> we all do we're terrible at seeing it in ourselves aren't we <laughs> and then uh, yeah again earlier this year just kind of reached this point where I thought mm, do you know what I wonder if I am getting in my own way with these money beliefs um so did some work on that um recorded myself a cheeky hypnosis audio to, to work through some of my money blocks and that really really shifted things as well
0: oh yeah oh I love the sound of that <laughs> I that I might have to Connect with you afterwards. I love the idea of like having some hypnotherapy to clear money blocks. So easy,
1: yeah. Like you don't have to sit there and journal every day because it just
0: absolutely yeah yeah. Because I never read, I never really resonate with journaling, and it's like I um I'm the sort of uh the rebel when it comes to morning routine like I love I love a routine I love yeah. gratitude I love all of the things that go with a typical morning routine mm-hmm. but when it comes to things like gratitude I will never just write a list of 10 things because I feel like I'm writing lines so I'm like I'm not going to do yeah. that <laughs> yes so I, sort of, I do it but in my own way um but yeah I um I, I like the idea of listening to something that is going to Almost hit I feel like it hypnotizes you into doing what yeah.
1: you want. Yeah, it just just removes those barriers yeah. from changing and it just kind of makes it all happen in the background without you really having to think about it, which is so nice. Yeah, <laughs> so the lazy girls got to, to Yeah, read I like
0: that though. <laughs> um, I'd like to ask you that I just from what you said at the beginning when your previous business was um, and then going into that that hypnotherapy it was almost like Mm -hmm. you know something that is uh, maybe scientific and got lots of work behind it to what you thought could be should we just say the word woo I don't like using that but it it kind of people will understand what I mean with that Um, but actually hypnotherapy does have a lot of um, definitely psychology to it Um, but Have you found that you have become a little bit more, um, less of a logical brain? I don't know quite, um, how to describe it. Have you become a little bit more spiritual, a bit more woo, a bit more open to things since you have, yeah, since you started all about here? (laughs) Definitely,
1: definitely. So, um, I think uh, a couple of years ago, perhaps, I was very much like no science is the way i'm not i'm not a wee person at all that was very much my kind of marketing messaging and as, as you said i don't don't love that term at all no um, me neither but no, it's not the best um but i think what i've come to see more and more is that really the science gels so beautifully with the the, the more kind of spiritual side of things the manifesting side of things and uh, having read some more spiritual books recently um i can see how a lot of the the sort of just embracing um love or embracing um, yeah. the universe and and just kind of accepting that that things are okay and you're going to be supported and things are going to work out i can see how that really um mashes in with my understanding of the brain as well because when we're um trapped in that fight or flight response when we are just Um, under the influence of fear and worry all the time we can't see solutions we can't see the way ahead we can't we don't have those kind of flashes of inspiration and creative insights Um, so on a very sciencey basis the the more you can kind of just shut off that fear and just go yeah do you know what I'm just going to park it and let what will be will be your brain starts to come up with all these wonderful positive ways forward and solutions and you do um, you notice more of what you want to see in the world Mm -hmm. as well so we're very good at filtering our experience um to like match up to what we'd actually like it to be so yeah the more you can get into visualizing the way you want to be um and just focusing on that positive future instead of being trapped in all the worry and negativity uh, the more it works and that just it really really aligns for me nowadays so i'm like yep (laughs) fully embracing that because i know it works
0: (laughs) yeah absolutely and it's it's almost um I actually think that it should be taught in schools i, I believe oh, yeah, yeah. that a lot of the time we come to this a little bit later in life mm-hmm. um and i think that things would just be so much different for so many people if that idea of um law of attraction power of visualization if all of that was sort of common knowledge mm. it would just be i think the world so would different. just be be a, be a lovelier place
1: absolutely um, yeah but yeah big believer in that and also um, going slightly off topic but i think um finances in school as well if somebody could just teach people financial awareness from an early age and how to manage their money how to not be scared of money from an early age i think that would make a massive difference especially especially for women i'm gonna get on my soapbox yeah. but um, we're so disempowered around yeah. money and so many people just don't know what to do with it and get scared of it and get themselves in big holes
0: now I wonder okay I think we're probably relatively similar age and I think that money trauma starts from a very early age I think it's pre-seven you have already inherited that kind of money trauma that you have yeah and I wonder from a generational point of view Mm -hmm. where our parents I am being quite general I am generalizing Mm -hmm. but the women didn't really no. So there weren't these powerhouses, entrepreneurial, driven. You know, if you were a stay-at-home mum, you were a stay-at-home mum, and yeah. you, you know, you weren't doing a, yeah. a side gig. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Um. Or you, you. So I think that we, as a generation, inherited that trauma that disempowers mm. women totally. And I wonder what our children's generation will be like, and whether that will be slightly yeah. different because they have grown up more with that um I mean of course money trauma is different for everybody but there is a little bit more of a generational change yeah. in terms of women and that
1: yeah like with the pioneers it's so exciting.
0: yeah yeah <laughs> absolutely <laughs> <laughs> move over the suffragettes was yeah. <laughs> yeah. new new um, oh
1: new, new part of women's empowerment I can't find the right word for <laughs> generation of women's empowerment
0: absolutely um, no and, that, and i think that's just a, only a good thing um, tell me what's been like one of the craziest things you have done in your business so i think
1: chucking away a perfectly good local hypnotherapy practice was probably fairly crazy <laughs> and just going you know what i've done so well in local marketing i'm just going to cut off that marketing stream entirely and just dive all in on this online thing and that was that was fairly crazy most people would say why on earth would you do that but um yeah i i, I like to keep challenging myself I guess (laughs) and keep moving forward um scariest was probably investing in my first coach I I know you didn't say scariest but that also felt pretty crazy at the time
0: (laughs) can be crazy can't it
1: yeah yeah and that that took uh, a lot of talking to myself and a lot of summing up the guts to do it but um it was well worth it well worth it
0: it is well worth it. I mean, one of the best bits of advice I could ever give to anyone, but people always say, of course you say that you're a coach, but yeah. I, I still work with coaches. I still invest in coaches all the Definitely. time. Yeah. Um, and I know I am a coach, but honestly, that for me was the kind of, I don't know, seismic shift in my business was getting, mm. getting a coach. It just, everything changed. Everything yeah. changed. Definitely. Um, so
1: yeah I'm like the original DIY queen (laughs) if I can sit there and do it myself rather than pay somebody else to do it I've had to work on that because it's not healthy it doesn't help you get (laughs) anywhere
0: I reckon you've got a good hypnotherapy for that (laughs) Um, and maybe that you've kind of covered this if you were to start all over would -hmm. you what would you do would you do anything differently what would that be
1: Yeah I think in many ways it's been good to do what I've done because it's it's I've learned a lot through my mistakes there have been plenty of those along the way Uh, but if I could do it all again I guess I'd get coaching earlier on I think that just made such a such a big difference and I'd be more receptive to changing my own mindset as well rather than just thinking I've got all the answers straight away (laughs) like learn to put that ego aside and accept that sometimes you need some help
0: that's great Good <laughs> <advice>. <laughs> so what are the plans for abby for the next couple of years what's your what's your vision
1: oh so i've just launched my um, group program which is really exciting i've got five fantastic women working with me on their businesses and uh, mindset and money blocks and all this, this stuff that we've been talking about um so really i'd love to get that program um up and running as a, a rolling thing really so i'm um, looking at more evergreen marketing strategies for, for that um launching my business basics course for um, therapists for my other kind of ideal client niche as it were yeah um and I've got some kind of exciting changes going on in my membership as well at the moment so awesome those are kind of current plans and then yeah just the sky's the limit in many ways because I'm, I'm not somebody who tends to go this is the, the set plan for the next couple of years sure. <laughs> it's very very much you this get is shiny happen. object <laughs>
0: syndrome like me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> who knows what will come up <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah definitely and I think it's I think it's good to let that creative flow happen because if you are too regimented and you are too much like this has to be happening in six months time sometimes you'll miss another brilliant opportunity that might have come up so um, I'm happy to just have those future dreams and kind of let things evolve as they well, were along me. the way but yeah that's so <laughs> I good I not imagine um, I'd be here a year ago so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well and you know I think uh, what's happened in the world has really forced people to to look at things a little bit differently mm. um, I also launched a program in May so I like that one to many um, mm. and it's been best thing I did for my business so good good luck with it because it will it's it's so great having a group program like it was just the best decision to move away from one to one I still do a little bit of one to one but um Mm. it's the groups where it's at Um,
1: yeah it's lovely it's such a great supportive environment as well and I think people learn so much through just bouncing off other people in the group too so really loving it so far great energy
0: amazing and um what's the best tip you've ever been given
1: um I think from from my first coach just trust the process (laughs) believe that if you keep doing the right things and keep refining and keep tweaking then you'll get there um it's it's really hard to believe that when you're setting out that actually you will get there one day but things work if you just keep on at them keep being consistent it will happen just trust
0: where can people find you what's your what's your insta or your facebook handle what's the best thing
1: oh best place is probably my podcast um, unblock your business it's called so dive on over there and have a listen um, i'm also on uh, linkedin you can find me on there or just um find me on facebook that's fine yeah that's cool.
0: <laughs> i will put that in the show notes so that people can people can link through amazing, amazing. thank you so much it's been a pleasure chatting with you and, really great, um, thank you. I've loved it. Yeah, and I look forward to watching where where you go next. <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> likewise, likewise. I should keep watching. With,
1: with thank you for having me, it's been great. Thank you.
0: I hope you enjoyed the episode. Thanks so much. And please do subscribe and share Soul Leaders.